0: I'm in this Welcome world back and they to Thirty Two Fans. Monster, I'm Alex Chester. With me, as always, is Wheels Weinerker. Wheels, how's it rolling? Um, it's rolling alright. I feel
2: like you know people are really. It's it's really become this trope of like, ugh, 2016. Just can this year end already? I actually did a little research. If you want to, uh, if you want to see my research, did this year have more big name deaths than other years? So, what do you think? Did 2016 have more big-name deaths than 2015?
0: I would assume it's about average.
2: And uh, this wasn't planned. I just happened to remember that I did this like late last night. And then I, f- I was going to go back to like 2010, but I think I fell asleep. Okay, so here are the, the 11 biggest deaths i found in 2015. It's possible I missed somebody, but I don't think so. Okay. All right, so here are the, in, in no particular order, here are the biggest deaths of 2015. Leonard Nimoy, Stuart Scott... James Horner, Frank Gifford, Roddy Roddy Piper, Bobby Christina Brown, that's Whitney's daughter, Wes Craven, Yogi Berra, Fred Thompson, Scott Wyland, and Robert Loggia. Okay? Yeah. 2016, David Bowie, Glenn Fry, Harper Lee, Nancy Reagan, Prince, Muhammad Ali, Gene Wilder, Leonard Cohen, Jaja Gabor, George Michael, and Carrie Fisher. I mean, 2016 blows 2015 out of the water, no? Sorry, I wasn't listening. I was arguing on Facebook
0: with people about politics.
2: <laughs> oh my god, leave that in. You're such a dope. Do you, have you ever won one of these Facebook politics arguments?
0: Nobody wins. That's how it works.
2: I know. Don't even bother. Just to block those people.
0: <laughs> All right. Okay, sorry. So tell me the deaths again. I'll listen now.
2: Well, then we have to start the whole thing again. <laughs> I
0: thought you wanted to leave in that I wasn't listening. I was pulling I was pulling why Akiva.
2: Do, why do we even do this? <laughs> like, I don't mean this podcast. I mean, like, living. Why are we even alive? Oh.
0: <laughs> What's the Well, part? So you were saying how people are... Oh, you actually made a good point to me a couple of weeks ago. Like, everybody's whining, oh, 2016, so bad. Can we get to 2017 already? But you pointed out, like... In 2016, Obama was president. 2017, mm. Trump's gonna be president. So
2: yeah. Although now I hear the 2016 Obama being president isn't even so great.
0: Yeah. So why don't we just jump right into football so we can get to TV?
2: Yeah. So you missed it, but 2016 way worse. I I'd say like even Carrie Fisher would have been the biggest name to die in 20 unless you're a sports guy. Yogi Berra maybe more famous, probably not. Um, but uh, not even close. Like Prince obviously bigger, Muhammad Ali bigger, David Bowie probably bigger, Nancy Reagan. Nah, I don't know. Um, but, but, like, may, not even top five, but would have been number one in 2015. Anyway, that's been your uh, more famous death count from uh, the last two years. It started to be depressing.
0: Yeah, I'm actually, I'm looking at lists of notable deaths from 2015. And it's really, you're right, it's, yeah. it's Leonard Nimoy is a big name.
2: Yeah, I mean, like, literally, but the big, you know, the big names. The In Memoriam at the Oscars must have been, like, 12 seconds.
0: Scott Weiland, I didn't even know he was dead. I saw him once in high school, actually. I saw him on the streets. Of- yeah, but it was also, like, I didn't
2: know he was alive, too, you know? it was like I assumed he died when all those guys died in like 2003 like Lane Staley he's I'm sure he's been dead since then I figured they like died the same year or something
0: yeah this is a really weak list in 2015
2: yeah probably the weakest ever I I think we have to go back now and rank like the whole century of deaths like is 20? I bet for 2014 is just is much better than 2015
0: but this, I'm also, I'm on Hollywood Reporter, so this doesn't include politics or, you know.
2: Right, yeah, world. that was my, my fear. But 2014, Robin Williams, Philip Seymour Hoffman, Joan Rivers already destroys 2015, just from the top three. Yeah,
0: they have Bo Biden on here. I'm not sure what Bo Biden, what his involvement is.
2: No disrespect to Bo Biden, although I, maybe all this, oh, is, like.
0: No, he, he was, a, you know, he was a great was guy. I'm just great saying, guy. Yeah, he's, yeah. Not really, he's not a Hollywood face,
2: you know. Right, he might not be on the Hollywood Reporter's list.
0: No, he is. That's what I'm saying. That's Mike Nichols,
2: odd. Oscar De La Renta, 2014, yeah. Lauren Bacall, James Garner, Casey yeah. Kasem, uh, yeah, twenty four Maya Angelou, yeah, 2014, Mickey Rooney, pretty, 2014, close to 2016, uh, 2015, uh, you could try again, buddy, Shirley Temple.
0: Well, here, here's another way to look at it. When we had, we did uh, the Greatest Living American podcast in March, right? Yeah.
2: How many did we lose? We lost a bunch.
0: We lost Muhammad Ali. We lost Ellie Wiesel. We lost um, mm. anybody else. I didn't even include him because in straight fame, he's not. Eli, who? Elie Wiesel was on our list. Yeah, but he
2: wasn't on the 11 I just named because in straight fame, he, he was not no. as famous as those people. But,
0: but my point is, if we had done this in 2015, is there anybody who would have died in 2015 who would have been on the list? And I don't think so.
2: No. I mean, Leonard Nimoy would never have been on our greatest no, living no, Americans no, list.
0: No, cla- no chance.
2: No. If you had suggested him, I would have left. Yeah. None of those people.
0: Yeah, so I think by that standard, yeah, 2016, definitely the winner in terms of the uh, significant. Like Roddy
2: winners. Piper, I, if we did like top 64 wrestlers of all time, he might be on it.
1: <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> right, but Bowie didn't come close to our list. Harper Lee, I think, made our list, right? Or she was certainly considered. Prince didn't make it, but Prince, if there was another round, Prince is certainly there. If we went to 128, he's probably on there.
0: Okay, all right, let's go. Okay, so first let's talk about uh, terrible week 17 in the NFL. I do like the, the fact that the games are split over two days, right? You no, have nine by the
2: way, if, uh, you know what they should try once that they've never tried? Do a seven and seven, you know? Do like a, a one Thursday, one Monday, and seven Saturday, seven Sunday.
0: Yeah, oh, they should have divided it more. How oh,
2: sweet true. would that have been? Seven and seven, that would have been like, you could have just What's done like, what if you did like three triple headers?
0: Look, that would have been great when I was in college or law school or single at some point. Yeah. It just it can't work now. Well, what do you think?
2: That league is revolving around your, like, having a kid every year schedule?
0: Look, you don't have to have a kid every year. I mean, if you have a wife or, uh, you know, a partner of some sort who's not interested in football, it's a problem.
2: I mean, who cares? So just get divorced. We need seven games on Saturday, seven games on Sunday.
0: All right, so let's just jump into uh, what actually happened. The, the, first of all, there were more upsets this week than just about any week ever. You know, like in Pickham, people got ravaged. And the unfortunate consequence of all those upsets is it actually sort of settled things much more than we were expecting. We thought we'd have much more drama heading into week 17. Yeah. But the, the AFC playoffs are set, and the NFC, all that's not set is, you know, uh, Detroit, Green Bay, and Washington will take two of three spots. I think the biggest headline, though, is the injuries in the AFC to Carr and Mariota that make the AFC playoffs completely unwatchable now.
2: Right, and Tan, right. although that's not this week's injury.
0: Yeah. I mean, you know, the Patriots have the easiest path. I mean, you look at the six teams in the playoffs in the AFC, it's Kansas City, who nobody trusts Alex Smith and Andy Reid to go into New England and win, right? There's just no chance of that. Oakland without Carr is essentially a write-off at this point. Miami is, has been a mediocre team all year, and that's even assuming Tannehill comes back, which I don't know yet if, if there's any news that he might. Houston is, is a bottom five team in the league. They're absolute garbage. The only team that's any kind of remote threat is Pittsburgh, and Pittsburgh's defense stinks. So uh, to use an Akiva expression, I would say that the AFC playoffs outside the Patriots are uh, literal garbage.
2: Yeah, I, I mean, here's the question. What if, like, the Raiders
0: are all system and Matt McGloin is decent? I mean, w- in what universe are we thinking that Matt McGloin is going to be good enough? Because the Raiders are a team, they're dependent on their offense, right? They're dependent on Carr throwing for 300-plus yards a game. Their defense has a couple, you know, Khalil Mack, they have a couple of good players, obviously, but they're not elite. Their offensive line is really good. So, you know, maybe they can protect McGloin and they, I don't yeah, know. A really good I, offensive line can make, you know, uh, a Mark Sanchez win playoff games.
2: Okay, it's but not are you Matt McGloin
0: is gonna- Uh, Matt McGloin is going to go to the Super Bowl?
2: No, but I I mean, I'm just, you know, you're right. The AFC is, not only is it, it's like bad and boring right now because we have no relevant games on Sunday, which, and this is the the least intrigue of any week 17 that we've basically ever had. It's a disaster. And so it is very 2016-ish, if you subscribe to that philosophy, where there's just nothing going on. I'm like falling asleep here thing about these playoff games. But we were right all along because we said that the atrocity that's going to happen for that ESPN game Saturday afternoon, it's going to be the worst game anyone's ever seen in a playoff spot. And what we're looking at, right, is Matt mcgloin versus uh, you know, Tom Savage or Brock Osweiler, and it's going to be the worst game of all time.
0: The good part of this is frankly that the early Saturday game is not a game you have to watch so you can celebrate, you know, the uh, the last night of Hanukkah with your family.
2: Everyone's going to be so sick of their family by night eight of Hanukkah. I don't think that's really what anyone's looking to do. All
0: right, so let's talk about the NFC for a second, where things are a little more interesting. We have, if Washington loses, then the Green Bay-Detroit game becomes meaningless. It's just for seeding like the Green Bay-Minnesota uh, game last year was. But assuming Washington can hold serve and beat the Giants, we're going to have a great play-in game where the winner of the Packers-Lions game gets the four seed and the loser goes home. And obviously, we need Green Bay to win this game because you can't have another garbage team in the playoffs. Again, we talked about five garbage teams in the playoffs in the AFC. Well, really four because Kansas City is a good team. In the NFC, we already have the Giants who are a garbage team. And if we have Detroit, that's going to be two garbage teams. So we can't have that. I think that the top four, if it's Dallas, Atlanta, Seattle, and Green Bay, that's actually interesting.
2: Yeah, no, there's definitely some weak... The problem is week two in the AFC playoffs has no chance of being good. But week two in the NFC playoffs, you're right. If if chips fall properly, could actually be legitimate, you know, classic playoff style, like two good games.
0: Yeah. And Atlanta, meanwhile, and, I, you know, I know this is now... I think, like, Bill Simmons already said this on his podcast, and so it's it, we're losing sort of the originality. But all of a sudden, if they end up in a two-seed, I think that we might have to rethink Brady as MVP, and maybe there is an argument for Matt Ryan... Because I'm looking their last couple of weeks, Ryan has moved up and Brady has moved down such that in the Chester quarterback rankings on the season, Brady's at 105.2, Ryan's at 104.2. So they're almost identical, whereas there was a massive gap just a couple of weeks ago. And Ryan's, of course, is over 15 games, not 11. So I think that if Atlanta gets the two seed, especially if the Patriots lose to Miami, which is unlikely, but you know could happen on Sunday, I think that uh, Matt Ryan will be the MVP.
2: I have no problem with Matt Ryan as MVP.
0: Yeah. Neither. I. I will have a problem with Zeke Elliott. If it's Brady or Ryan, I have no problem. If it's anybody else, I'll be annoyed.
2: Well, you'll be annoyed. If it's Rodgers, you'll be annoyed.
0: If it's Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. Well, he has forty touchdowns now on the season. but yeah. He's. They're going to be ten and six at best, and that's disappointing for this Packers team.
2: I know, but ultimately, like without Rodgers, like this, they're a legit Super Bowl contender. Without him, they're garbage.
0: Okay, but you could say. Let's put it this way: he has been worse than Matt Ryan and Tom Brady this year. He has a worse record than both of them. Even with Brady playing four fewer games, Brady has more wins than Rogers. So there's no way you can put Rogers ahead of Brady and uh, and Ryan. Yeah. Anyway, all right. So why don't we just run through the uh, week 17 games and then Ooh, we kind uh, like
2: to sprint like through them?
0: Yeah, some uh, mediocre games this week so all right so we'll, we'll do it in order from a for best game to worst game as, as we are wont to do there's a bunch of games that are completely irrelevant there's you know one two three four five six seven games that are completely irrelevant houston at tennessee completely irrelevant by the way you can now give your picks this week because of your utter and completely disastrous collapse in uh the pick and playoffs mm-hmm. what happened what happened to you well five and eleven five Worst and eleven the entire league
2: well i saw i was doing bad so i at the i just like flipped for the big upsets to try and come
0: back the last few games yeah well that was silly because a third of the pot goes to the points winner and you were in second place in points and now you've plummeted so yeah i guess that was dumb
2: yeah but listen uh you know uh mike clark uh worthy adversary he took me down what am i gonna do yeah. he's six four uh, it wasn't a fair fight i'm not he's much taller than me. <laughs>
0: Yeah, so we have a Final Four. And by the way, we have the lower seeds who are actually better because, you know, they have more more points. They just had bad schedule luck. They've had the good schedule luck in the playoffs. Of our four final teams, we have, based on their original seeding anyway, it is uh, the aforementioned Mike Clark, who is the 10 seed. He's playing the number 14 seed, Jonathan Shapiro. And then number nine, Ryan Sowa, the highest remaining seed, is facing the 15 seed, Emily Easterly. So uh, Emily and Jonathan have more points, and uh, if they have a tie, they will advance. A 14 seed against a 15 seed in a championship. This is uh, like March Madness, uh, real uh, dreams come true with lots of crazy upsets. Yeah, it's
2: a little, you know. I, why are we talking about this? The whole season. Every. I mean, should we even talk about football anymore?
0: Uh, no, let's just pick the games and we'll go to TV. Okay, all right. So let's run through the week 17 games quickly. Uh, let's get the meaningless ones out of the way. Houston at Tennessee. I'm going to pick. Well, who's starting for Tennessee? Who's their backup quarterback? I don't even know. Matt Castle. <laughs> And so it's Matt Castle gets Tom Savage or something. I, I, you know what? I'm, I'm, I'm going to pick Tennessee because Houston doesn't really have anything to play for anyway. So I'm going to say Tennessee is going to win this game. Matt yeah. Castle gets it. Yeah. Tennessee. Houston stinks. I can't believe they're in the playoffs. Yeah. They're like the 26th best team in the league. Yeah. Uh, Chicago at Minnesota. Ugh, I'll say Minnesota. We had a complete mutiny on our hands. I, I don't know what is going on with Mike Zimmer. Everyone's beloved coach. And, uh, you know, North Turner quit in the middle of the year. The players, including his favorite player ever, Terrence Newman, are quitting on him, you know, in, in week 16. I don't know what, how to explain all of that. But uh, the Vikings will beat Chicago.
2: Who cares? The world is melting. <laughs> are you going to make a pick? Or... Uh, yeah, I predict uh, like nuclear war in
0: 2018. All right, are you going to be annoying here? Come on, just make your damn picks. I, I mean, I don't care. Why are we talking about Minnesota and do, do, who are they playing? Because we make our picks every week. That's what we do on this podcast. I know, but this,
2: it's like predicting preseason games
0: in week 17. Okay. So then, should we not have picked games involving teams like you know the the Rams all season? No, because who cares if there's one or two duds amid 14 gems? Now it's well let's get let's get through the six duds. Chicago at Minnesota, pick a winner. Chicago, Arizona at LA, pick a winner. Arizona, I'll agree. Jacksonville at Indy, Indy, I'll say I agree. Buffalo at the Jets,
2: oh boy. E.J. Manuel versus <laughs> – it's funny because this could be E.J. Manuel versus Christian Hackenberg, which one day would get a 30-for-30 30 as 30 like the worst QB matchup of all time. <laughs> but the Jets are, Jets are playing Ryan Fitzpatrick, which is insane because that probably means they're going to win this game. So J- the Jets.
0: Why? Because he only has like twice as many interceptions as anyone else in the league? I mean, but Fitzpatrick's better than Hackenberg. And Manuel. Well you might as well put Hackenberg out there. You might as well see what you have, right? Yeah, but you're afraid he's going to die. Like
2: they they have only backups on their offensive line. It's five backups. Like they they every week they're getting a quarterback knocked out. Like Petty and Fitzpatrick keep flipping back and forth because they're dying.
0: Yeah. I'll say B- Buffalo will win, although the Jets will screw themselves and find a way to win, probably. Baltimore at Cincy. Baltimore, their defense looked terrible against Pittsburgh, but their offense looked really good. They would have been much better to be the final playoff team you know, ahead of Miami, for example. But uh, Miami yeah. pulled off that overtime win in Buffalo. I'll say Cincinnati will win this game. I picked Cincinnati every single week this year. I've been wrong just about every week. I picked them to win the Super Bowl. I still think they're good. The
2: <laughs> they're definitely better than Houston.
0: All right. Well, for sure. They, although they lost that one on a 43-yard uh, missed field goal. <laughs> yeah. It's time expired. I mean, they have no kicker.
2: They lost like eight games. Although, ironically, they won week one because the Jets kept missing kicks. But they also lost like a million games because of bad kicking. Uh, Cincinnati. Yeah.
0: All right. Uh, Dallas at Philly. Meaningless Oh, but game. what about
2: Marvin, jo- Marvin Lewis? Does he get fired?
0: I mean, here's the thing. Every year, they lose in the first round of the playoffs, and, and they don't fire him. This year, when, again, people thought they had Super Bowl con- con- potential – they fall apart and you know win five games. I don't know. I don't know the answer. There's so many bad coaches out there. I really don't know. What's your guess, your prediction? I think they have to fire him, yeah. All right. Uh Dallas at Philly. Uh, By the way, I just want to uh, call out another podcast
2: that doesn't know we exist. I said a few weeks ago on this podcast that we were going to do a uh, weekly, uh, or maybe I said it to you off air, but um, a weekly... Uh, like, on on Bloody Monday, on Black Monday, the day after the season ends, we're going to do a mini-podcast for each coach that's fired. Unfortunately, there's already been three coaches fired, so there's not going to be as many, mini episodes to do. But then part of my take said they're doing the exact same thing. Just know that we're not copying them. We said it weeks before
0: they did. Yeah, we did. That's true. All right, so what's your pick for Dallas at Philly? Philly. All right, yeah, I'm going to agree with you. They've looked pretty good at home, obviously, to beat the Giants last week. Uh, Cleveland at Pittsburgh. This game matters, but, you know, we'll not—well— it, it matters, I think, because technically, if Pittsburgh loses and Houston wins, could they swap seeds?
2: No, you Pittsburgh locked in. People All right, locked in. Okay.
0: Well, either way, Pittsburgh's gonna win. I thought this this line was way too low.
2: Yeah, the lines are weird. the the The, the Giants Redskins line was like nine when it opened, which made no sense. It's the craziest line I've ever seen. Nine point favorites, the Redskins over the Giants.
0: All right, uh, and then the other one, Seattle to San Francisco. Seattle needs to win for seeding, and obviously they're gonna win by a million. Right? Yeah. All right, KC at San Diego. Uh, similar game. San Diego could have and should have won a couple of weeks ago, but the way things have gone in the last couple of weeks, I'm going to say Kansas City.
2: I'm definitely picking the Chiefs to win this game, yeah.
0: Yeah. All right, Carolina at Tampa Bay. Tampa, technically speaking, has a chance. They need like a million things to happen, which aren't going to happen. Uh, I guess the win just because Carolina's completely folded it in.
2: Yeah, you know someone uh emailed me this week and said i'm in like a massive like tens and tens and tens of thousands of dollars of anti-survivor pool who should i pick this week who would you pick and like who would you pick if you know of all these games in an you know needing to pick a loser yeah like i would
0: i would you know cry like it's insane all right just make a pick let's finish these games so we can go to tv carolina tampa bay tampa bay all right uh oakland at denver i'm gonna pick denver I don't believe in Matt McGloin, the way Akiva does. If Oakland wins and New England loses, Oakland could still get the one seed. If Oakland loses and Kansas City wins, then Kansas City gets the division, actually. So Oakland is going to lose and drop all the way to a wild card. Okay, if you say so. (laughs) Well, what's your pick for Oakland at Denver?
2: Oakland. I'm picking Oakland. All right, New Orleans at Atlanta. New Orleans. I'm picking New Orleans.
0: Oh, wow. So Atlanta's not going to get the two seed, and Matt Ryan is not going to get the MVP.
2: Uh, No, no MVP for Ryan. MVP goes to Rodgers.
0: I'm picking, oh wow, I'm picking New Orleans to cover, but uh, I think Atlanta will win. New England at Miami, I don't understand why this line is like nine and a half, but, I mean, this line is too high, isn't it?
2: Yeah, uh, New England's going to win this game, though. Yeah,
0: agreed. Uh, Giants at Washington, Washington winning they're in, losing their out. Winning they're in. Losing we- their out. Giants are locked into the five seed, so Washington has to win this game, correct? Yeah, I
2: think Washington wins.
0: All right, and then the uh, game of the week, Green Bay at Detroit. The way that these two teams have been trending the last couple of weeks, you have to think Green Bay is going to win, but I was shocked to see their three-and-a-half-point favorites in Detroit. That line really surprised me. I'm going to pick the Packers to win, but I I would bet on Detroit just because this line seems crazy to me. Okay, bet on whoever you want. All right. Okay, fine. So that's enough of that. Uh, We both hate football. Yeah, I mean, it uh... sucks. No, but we'll be back for
2: the playoffs. Like, I'm excited for the playoffs, but this regular season was like a partial birth abortion, and I really don't care about it.
0: Yeah, we will. uh, Yeah, and we'll bring on some guests for the playoffs as as we've done in the past. Uh, By the way, you did not uh, guess your lines the last two weeks. You quit on that after I was uh, beating you uh, thirteen to nothing. But it's a big mistake because I think this week would have been your big win. I was disastrous guessing the lines this week. I was like forty eight points off. I should have real. I you know this is my one. Did I not beat you once the whole year? No, you do not. You were very close once or twice.
2: That's insane. uh, But it's also, by the way, not to throw Bill and Sal under the bus, but you predict against them every single week. You do your against the line stuff and
0: you beat them. How often do you beat them? Well, this year I'm beating them so far 10 to 4 to 3. But in past years, Sal is the worst by far. But in past years, Bill has been better. But I've been much better than Bill and Sal overall the last couple of years, which is an indictment of them because they are much more prodigious gamblers than I am. And so they're just really, really bad at this. Mm hmm. I think that it's insane how much better you are. But that's what I'm saying. Why are they so terrible at it? Um,
2: because, I don't know, they just don't have an aptitude for it, and they just do it as a comedy bit, and we are nerds who complain about it. <laughs>
0: All right, okay. so last week we uh, ranked the top ten podcasts of the year. This week we're going to rank the top ten TV shows of the year. Uh, we solicited uh, listeners to submit their list as well. We have a bunch of those, and I have accumulated them together. Uh, you have not sent me yours, though, yet, so... Do you want to start with yours since uh, that's the uh, the real drama here?
2: Do I want to start with mine? Yeah, I'll start with my should – we, should we go 10, 10, 10 or just do our whole list?
0: Uh, sure, yeah. We can do 10, 10, 10. That's fine.
2: No, let's do our whole list. I think it, there's more – it gives more because with the podcast, we're like introducing people to podcasts. I feel like here it's more – it's better to give a more complete list.
0: All right. Do, 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 should I try and guess how many of the same 10 that we have?
2: Yeah, let's do that like we did last week. Let's also, let's also say, add, I'm by the way. Two. I'm going to say two. Okay. Can we add – one for sure i don't oh yeah definitely two i see a second one and i didn't send you my list and you may have sent me yours but i didn't look at it you have a you have a google doc i think that you shared with me but i didn't open it okay um almost positive we're gonna have two shows on the same list um we should add that we recorded the football thing to go first but neither of us were paying attention it was really bad so we're burying it at the end of this podcast
0: I was arguing politics, as one does. Yeah, on but not with me. You were arguing politics on with, a yeah, WhatsApp group. With, with, and, yeah, with this, in my fantasy football, like WhatsApp group was debating politics, and I was doing that instead of listening to Instead you of talking listening,
2: talking and, and usually politics. it's the opposite, yeah. right? Last year, every podcast was me like half asleep, but it was unlistenable. I Not only – like we'll put it at the end, but I forbid you from listening to it. It's so bad. It's, and we're just not paying attention. You're asking who's going to win the, games,
0: and I'm not looking anymore. Right, I, just to spot you, I'm going to put it at the front now. No, right, let's if, go if go
2: you it. do, I'll actually let's, quit the podcast. I'll legitimately quit the podcast. <laughs> if you put it oh I like
0: this oh, I can get my uh, my uh my Tuesday nights back instead of oh please you can quit this whenever you want D-Bag <laughs> <laughs> alright okay uh, by the way uh, speaking about TV the, the TV that I've watched the most in the last week or two mm-hmm. actually is uh Conan O'Brien what I'm not even sure how I got I'm not even sure how I got some, well okay so first of all like most people like you I assume like most people I'm, I'm
2: excited you know what is this December, we're recording this on December 27th 28th what is today 28th, yeah. I'm excited for the worst take of 2016, go right ahead.
0: <laughs> well, I was just going to say, you know, like most people, like you, I assume, uh, during the whole, you know, Leno-Conan fight, I was Team Conan, even though I didn't actually bother watching his show.
2: Right, right. I'm sure you were the same. Yeah, well, I'll say that I, growing up, I was Conan all the way, I oh, even yeah. went, I went to a Conan show once.
0: Okay. Okay. I love
2: Conan. 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 I I loved, uh, I, you know, I wouldn't watch the actual show part, but the first 20 minutes of his show were brilliant almost every night. Like, they, you know, yeah. all his, like, uh, you know, his his segments, like, in the year 2000. Yeah. In the 2000, in the 2000. Yeah, yeah we exactly. Just, we we discussed this, this on the top
0: 100 shows of all Yeah. Time.
2: They they were great. Oh, my, but now okay. he's like toiling in irrelevancy on TBS.
0: Yeah, so that's what I'm going to say. That's totally wrong. So the way it actually started is so Conan's best thing and he, he does his best in the business better than anybody else is his remotes when he goes to some, you know, to some store or some, you know, office or something and he interacts with the people there and that's he does that better than any other late night late show host probably in history it's very very good early letterman you know like 82 to 84 letterman was pretty good at that also but conan's been doing it for years and so i started watching conan had gone to like he went to armenia and i watched that whole episode and he went to korea and i watched the whole episode all on youtube and then i got it sucked in and i've literally watched i mean i have a chart so i can tell you i've watched 282 conan youtube clips in the last week and uh, and i have many why more because why have you watched 282 wait the old conan show oh this is going from 1996 all the way through 2016 it's all three of his shows all four of his shows however many shows he's had
2: the reason the, the, the best, best sure conan one.
0: clip of all time
2: is is, is without question uh norm mcdonald telling the moth story on the conan show
0: yeah, the, stop saying it's, Conan. It's so
2: All right, shut up. Stop correcting me. You're like one of these, like, if a girl would ever say, if a girl would ever talk to Just me, irritating. step one, yeah. if it was, it was back in the day, step one, she ever talked to me. Step two, like, correct me on the name, I'm already out. Yeah. Except I wouldn't be out, because, like, hey, there's a girl talking to me. I, yeah. um, let me explain hey. something to you.
0: Anyways, I'm just saying, go watch the uh, Conan remotes online. They're very funny. And this reminds me, by the way, you never watched... You know, when we did our top 100 TV shows, and top 100 movies of all time, we each gave each other assignments. I followed through on the assignments you gave me. You never followed you through on You did not series. watch the full Genius season one. Yeah, but I watched like two and a half episodes and it was That's really nothing. unwatchable. It's unwatchable. Okay, but- it's like the, it's the greatest show ever made. Okay, but I watched... But it's a whole genre. It's so insane to me. Like, if you had no interest in a genre like soap operas, and I said to you, all right, I'm going to make you watch wait, hold a on, Korean soap opera. That's
2: like, that's like you saying, like, oh, I don't like Breaking Bad because I don't like cooking meth. I'm not interested in, like, the meth-making genre. Like, the no. genius doesn't have a genre. It's just, like, one of the greatest television shows ever made.
0: It doesn't have a genre. It's not a game show. It's not a competition.
2: It's so much more. It's like a lifestyle. It's a philosophy. By the way, and I know you're someone made what I what I messed up on is someone made a uh, like a great chart of all the faces because I know you couldn't you didn't know who's who like no a lot of people don't in the first couple episodes it's hard to tell who's who especially if you're face blind like uh, Uncle Keevy over here the the chart will really help you anywhere nobody knows what we're talking about except for the people that know we're talking about and know that you're an idiot.
0: Yeah, okay, but the bottom line is you never watched. Um, I think the movie I gave you was In the Loop, which you would have enjoyed. And you never watched. Um, well, for sure, you never watched the first season of The Jay Leno Show. Well,
2: I tried. No, I watched like one episode. It was like Keanu Reeves was like the fourth guest.
0: Okay, but you never watched. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh,
2: I will watch Party Down in the new year. I could watch that.
0: Yeah. All right, well, and, and watching the Loop. But you I told like the I'm Loop. not watching In the Loop because I have a no British
2: rule and you didn't care about it.
0: No, it's, it's an
2: American show. No, it's an, it's In the in- Loop is a British show.
0: It's, no, it, it's it is it was based on. Do they speak with British, British accents? The British the, the British actors do. The American actors don't. What is the it like? A, like a mixed world? It's like a
2: crossover. Is it like uh, the Flintstones yes. meet the Jetsons? It is. Yeah,
0: it, is it is. It is. It is. Some members of the Tony Blair government coming to Washington D.C. to coordinate with the Bush government oh, okay. related to the war in Iraq. Ah, Ivan. Hey, okay. So there are British characters and American characters. James Gandolfini okay. is American, for example. Oh yeah. Uh, the tall, awkward guy from Silicon Valley. What's his name? Yeah. And also in a bunch of movies. Yeah, I know him. Yeah. Yeah, he's good. Anyways, um, all right. So let's let's get to our top ten shows of the year. Uh, Okay. You want to start with your honorable mentions or – Oh, wait. I have one more take before we start. Uh, on, on the Seinfeld podcast last week, you and Rob were saying how one listener wrote in and said, like, he's, gonna, he's with this girl and she's not interested in Seinfeld and is that a deal breaker? And you and, a key, and you and Rob said, well, not only is that not a deal breaker, that's a deal maker. Like, you don't want to watch shows with your. Uh, with don't your want to watch
2: shows. Don't want to have conversations. Uh, and, uh, and this it goes, I'm not like being Tom Lykus here. Like, it goes both ways. Like, I, you know, I don't, wanna, I, I don't want anything in common. I don't want my wife coming in and being like, uh, hey, can we be in a fantasy football league together next year?
0: Because I don't yes, want her to so know so that I'm in
2: six fantasy football leagues.
0: You know? Yeah. See, but, so I'm going to disagree with you because, um, and I'll get to this when I get to my list, but one of the things that, that makes married life, n- I'm trying to choose my words carefully here, not not as, as good, let's say, as, as single life, is yeah. when you're single and you have, room. you know, I had roommates basically all the way sure. until I got married. Mm-hmm. And my roommates and I had more interests in common than my wife and I. Of course. Yeah. You know now there was there's one significant interest that I had in common with my wife and not my roommates, which is why I'm married to my wife, obviously
2: so I'm a swung Park, guys. anyway
0: yeah I, I i I never had sex with any of my roommates, is what I'm saying. <laughs> <Huh>. <laughs> Nor did I attempt to <laughs> but um yeah but anyway 2016 um, you can no, stick with all your roommates who
2: cares yeah go keep going I could I just chose not to Okay, yeah.
0: uh, but was but, it, but, it, it's, but it's fun and enjoyable to share things together you know all the shows I'd watch mm-hmm. I'd watch sports together with my roommates I'd watch shows with my roommates we would yeah. enjoy those things together yeah. and now for the most part I do those things independent of my wife sure. and if we both are doing our own thing that's fine like if we're both in two different rooms but now that we're married and I mean, now that we have all these kids and stuff it's like if we're doing two different things like who's watching the kids so my point mm-hmm. is I enjoy Hopefully, watching I mean you you also
2: I like in the background I always hear you guys fighting over the tv which is weird i don't know if you have no do not have a tv in the bedroom
0: no of course not what how can you not have a tv in the bedroom you need like two tvs in the bedroom i'm sure you've seen like the research about tvs in the bedroom yeah but i i mean who cares about the
2: research (laughs) like don't don't come at me with your facts (laughs) like you should everyone should have two televisions in the bedroom
0: (laughs) anyway but my point is i enjoy watching a show with my wife and there's a couple of shows on my list this year that are higher than they would have been otherwise, or one in particular, specifically because of the fact that me and my wife just watched it together, and I missed watching a show with her together. And, um, and I will say that the, in addition to Conan, the other thing I started watching this past week or two is I finally started watching The Americans with my wife. We're going to oh. watch it together. We're like we're four episodes in, in season one. So, so this, so. I,
2: I may have told this story, but I watched, and I never watched TV with my wife, my wife and yeah. I watched The Americans, and yeah. then she caught me watching the premiere of season two because yeah. after about six months we hadn't watched, any of season two and she now is not only gave up on watching with me but she won't watch it altogether and she was super mad even though i said i would happily rewatch it was just episode one and i waited six months same thing with mad men we died at the very beginning of season two of mad men uh the wire you know we same thing so we have tried we've never made it through and we have very different tastes she likes the middle she likes uh big bang theory she liked she liked two and a half men when it was on um she likes uh suits and she likes Grey's anatomy Yeah. I've never watched an episode of any of that nonsense.
0: Yeah. A a lot of the shows that I watched, my second run was of my wife's first run. So that was Mm -hmm. true for, like, The Wire, for example. We watched Mad Men together. Um, But look, as I said, like, on the TV show rankings uh, earlier this year, part of the enjoyment of these shows is participating in the social aspect, you know, like, obviously, Game of Thrones. I I read articles about it. I listen Mm -hmm. to podcasts about it. I talk to my friends about it online. Mm -hmm. So to have a person you're actually sitting there watching with. I think is you know like one of the neighborhoods we're considering moving to. My friend who lives there and is recruiting me. He keeps pointing out the fact that they have like a Game of Thrones watch party every Sunday night. To me, that's like that's fun. That, that's like an appeal. So the fact that I can have a show to watch with my wife mm. is a positive. Yeah, that's good. Where, where, where is where is this Nerdville USA that you speak of? <laughs> that's White Plains. <laughs> okay. No, but it annoys me that my Sounds wife does like very watch.
2: white planes, if you ask me. <laughs> In the watch
0: party. No, but it really annoys me that my wife doesn't watch uh, Seinfeld, for example. Because uh, I I will watch Seinfeld. It doesn't annoy everyone. me that she doesn't watch it. It annoys me that, like, she's dumb. It annoys me that she doesn't, that she doesn't it like it. She, well, it annoys me that she doesn't pick up on my references also. I make constant references, and my friends get them and appreciate them, and I make them to her, and she just sort of stares at me, like, blindly. But, yeah, um, but she would do that anyway.
2: Yeah, probably. You get like a lot of eye rolls and stuff.
0: Yeah. Well, I make Game of Thrones references and she gets those and yeah, I still get eye rolls and so. <laughs> All right. Uh, I'm glad you're cracking note, yourself uh, up here. Yeah. All right. A okay. So let's, well uh, let's, get,
2: let's get to Akiva's
0: honorable mentions.
2: Okay. I don't have a lot of honorable mentions. Well, the biggest controversy to me is OJ Made in America because let me set the record straight right now. It's a movie. It's not a TV show. It appeared on TV, and almost everyone who's seen it, 99% of the people who have seen it, saw it on TV, but it debuted in a movie theater. It is a movie. It was, it was aired all in one clump in a movie theater,
0: and it's going to win. Clump? No, it you wasn't. It was aired like, over several different times.
2: You could go and watch it all in one thing for like a week in Manhattan.
0: That's also true about every Netflix show. No. Wait, no. Every Netflix, Netflix show airs it. all 10 episodes in one sitting? Yeah. That's, that's ne- incorrect. Yeah, Netflix, Netflix dumps all their shows at one time. They don't do it week to week. No, it's 10 you, okay. in a row.
2: Okay, you're very slow. I'm going to speak slowly.
0: I, I, Akiva, if you, you can turn on go Netflix, to a movie Akiva.
2: theater uh, okay. in you, you, Manhattan, many, okay, are you familiar this, many, with
0: this area of New York City? How many people did that? How many people did that? Even if it's one, it is considered you, a no, movie. You, no, hold on. There are movie theaters that project TV shows also what no there's, there, there aren't. aren't of course there are
2: every week there are, that there's movie like you could just go watch yeah. like it's always sunny in
0: philadelphia every single week if you want a Not movie that movie. Show, it has to be a show with a bigger impact but like for example game of thrones they had by the way anyway, super process. super
2: fan robbie thinks there is no show with a bigger impact and no, it's always sunny so that's a hate crime against yeah. them
0: uh to <laughs> listen to me okay if you turn on netflix which is was formed initially for movies and is predominantly seen as a movie thing until they started making original content. I would say Netflix play, is
2: almost exclusively seen as a TV thing right now. They have like 20 movies and they all suck, but
0: keep going. If I play episode one mm-hmm. of a net, of a show yeah. on Netflix, the yeah. day it premieres, yes. and I don't touch my computer sure. or my app, sure. upon the conclusion of that, it will yeah. play episode one. So two computer will more
2: be more asleep discussion. within it. Yeah, okay, fine. Yeah, I understand yeah. that goes in succession. However, O.J. Made in America is going to win the Oscar for Best Documentary, and therefore it is a movie and not a television show, and it's not
0: on my list. Okay, that's fine. I have it on my movie list as well. A okay. put it Wait, on you TV have it list. on your TV list and your movie list? No, I said okay. I have it on my movie list as well. I said a okay. couple people have it on their TV list. All
2: right, and it can't be when we ask for movie lists in a month that you better not have it on both. I'm going to check.
0: Why? maybe maybe they not you, me but
2: them. the, you know, the, the listeners, um, the, uh, some other honorable mentions, uh, Survivor 33, really good season, great finale. If I told you how it ended, you literally wouldn't believe me. You'd think it was scripted. It was really great. The Challenge had maybe its best final episode ever. Also, uh, Johnny Bananas pulling a fast one. Um, it's Always Sunny in Philadelphia had a better season, in my opinion, than this, like last five seasons, but still not as, nearly as good as it once was. Uh, the Amazon show with the Arizona Cardinals or nothing, 10 times better than Hard Knocks. Not a lot of people saw it. Great show. Uh, really well edited. They just had much better access. They had access to, like, the coach's box and the coach's wives, and you're watching everyone, like, during important playoff games. Plus, they had that classic pa- Cardinals-Packers game that, you know, had a Hail Mary in, in to end the playoff game, and then a major, the, the, the usual Larry Fitzgerald playing overtime. It was just so cool. That, those are my honorable mentions. Then my top ten. Uh, number ten, I have Broad City.
0: Okay. Did you watch that's
2: Broad City this year? So we oh, have okay. Yeah.
0: That's okay. Number, number number four on my list a rare network
2: sitcom for for the keefster uh number nine the good place okay i uh I, I, you know by the make by the makers of uh of uh, parks and recreation and brooklyn Nine.
0: i quit it after a few episodes
2: it got okay so it got worse after a few episodes and then it got
0: much better by the end okay i think it's worth a second look Parks and Recreation. Its first season was really weak and got much better. Really weak. Made by, made by the same. By the same people. Sure. So and and yeah, it
2: takes time to find their voice. I think it's going to be really good. All right. Number eight is the HBO show The Night of. Did you watch that? No, I did not. Okay. Good show. I, I felt the uh, the beginning was stronger than the end. Could have made the top five, and it you know maybe never had that one seminal moment. Uh, number six. The new Eastbound and Down, Vice Principles, another show that started slow, but by the end I really like and I'm looking forward to season two, which I think is it. I think they're just making two seasons of it. I think they already filmed it and it'll just – the problem with HBO is sometimes like they air these shows and then it takes forever to like find a slot because they only air shows really Sunday nights for the most part. Yeah.
0: Are, we, are we allowed to discuss these shows or are you just going through your list?
2: No, of course you can. Dis- do you watch, you, I mean okay. if you don't like Vice Principles, let's talk about it.
0: Okay, so hold on. So, the night of. So, you've called me an HBO completist before, and it's funny because there's but a you're bunch not, of shows. you don't watch Westworld, right? Yeah, there's a bunch of shows that are – I mean, Westworld is 10. HBO's
2: biggest show other than Game yeah, of Thrones this year. If you didn't watch it, you're
0: not yeah. a completist. Yeah, exactly. Well, we'll discuss it when we get to it. Um, I never well, watched, Why are we getting uh, to no, Westworld if, if we get to it, if no. I didn't watch it? Oh, you didn't watch it either? No, I didn't watch it. Uh, well, we'll get to it because it's on our listeners list. Okay, fine, fine, fine. Yeah, so uh, True Detective I also was out on. So here's the thing with The Night Of. The idea, especially it came on like right after the election, the idea of watching a show about like, a rape and a murder was just, it was too dark and sad for me, honestly. I understand it's a good show. I'm sure I would probably like it, right? I mean, John Turturro is one of my favorite actors. I just, I, I couldn't handle the, 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 the subject matter. You
2: couldn't handle his feet. There's a lot of feet stuff in there.
0: Yeah, I heard, I heard about that. Vice Principals is good show, very funny, like a lot of these HBO half-hour uh, uh, comedy shows. My issue with it is, and it's not in my top ten, it would be on my honorable mentions, I guess, maybe, is, um, you know, I'll definitely watch every episode of it, obviously, is it's just too unrealistic. Like, they're too extreme in what they do to her. Yeah. And there's no consequences for anything they do to her. It's, like, too dark too quickly. Right. I, mean, dark I think there is will fine. be
2: consequences, because, you know, season two leaves it
0: sort yeah, of up in Yeah, but it's, like, like, Always Sunny is absurd. Like... Vice Principals is not an absurdist show, but it does things I think, like that. I,
2: I think anything with Danny McBride, who is, like, the, one of the greats of the game right now, it's acknowledged it's going to be absurd. All
0: right, Akiva. So, Vice Principals is your number six. Is that yeah, all
2: right? I skipped my number seven. My number seven is Search Party. My number six is Vice Principal. Search Party, have you, ever, have you ever even heard of it? I've heard of it. Yeah, it's a TBS show. I don't think I've ever watched, like, a TBS show before. Uh, really well done. I'm not sure. I guess they left it open-ended enough to do a season two. It's with Alia Shawket, who I think is from, uh, Arrested Arrested Development. Development She's, maybe, is that her name on on Arrested Development? Yeah. Yeah, she's really good.
0: She's also a a lookalike on Broad City this season.
2: Yes. Yeah, that's right. Original. Is it the best show I've ever seen? No, but it's a really, uh, interesting Is
0: it the seventh best show you've seen in 2016? Yes, Yes.
2: it is the seventh best show I saw in 2016. (laughs) So let me add, before I get into my top five, Vice Principal said is six. That my top seven shows from 2015 combined produced zero episodes in 2016. So really, it's a rebuilding year for my top 10 TV list. Okay. It's like, I'd say the Jets, except the Jets aren't rebuilding. They're just like knocking down and not building up again. The, it's like the, I don't know, the Tennessee Titans had a rebuilding year. I don't know who had a rebuilding year. Yeah. So, my top seven shows from last year, The Leftovers, Master of None, Nathan Fear, The Genius, The Jinx, Mega Murder, and Review, none of them had a single episode. Review is coming back with its final and third and final season, as is The Leftovers. Uh, Master of None is coming back with season two. Nathan Fier is coming back with season, I think it's four. The Genius is on indefinite hiatus. The Jinx is was a one-time thing, and Mega Murder is a one-time thing. Maybe they'll do a sequel at some point. So, I think four of those shows will be back, prob- and all of them early-ish in 2017, but... So, you know, the review was my number one in 2014 and 2015, so spots were wide open for, um, you know, 2016 for my top five. Uh, A show that was number nine, one of two shows that uh, actually made it, because number 10, Louis, also did no shows this year and possibly ever. So number nine last year bumped all the way up to number five, and that's Game of Thrones. Okay. I know you have thoughts on that, so maybe we'll save it for your list. Obviously, that's a match on your list. Number four is a show that I've seen a lot of people say the same thing. Is it the best show I've ever seen? No, but for whatever reason, I just really have, like, a great affinity for it. And that is Love with Paul Rust and and Gillian Jacobs. Okay. I know a lot of people wouldn't say, like, hey, that's one of the best shows I've ever seen. But I, you know, I I ranked it, like, decently on my top 100 of all time list after one season. I think in, like, the 50s or
0: 60s. And you didn't like it. And maybe I had even. No, I, I hadn't seen it. I actually, I actually tried to get my wife to watch it when we finished the Netflix show that we just finished season one of. I tried to get her interested in that. What you just?
2: just what you just finish?
0: Well, I'll get to that on my list. But instead, we oh, okay. uh, decided to uh, watch uh, Start the Americans. Okay. Yeah, so we'll get to uh, love eventually. But I, I, I
2: love Paul Rust. I love Gillian Jacobs, and I'm excited it's coming back for season two. Also, uh, Mike Spoon. I didn't even know who he was because I didn't start listening to Doughboys till right after it. But uh, one of the Doughboys is one of the main people in it. Yeah. Mike Spoonman Mitchell. Um, number three is a show that I know will be in your top ten, uh, and that's High Maintenance. It's a little bit of a lifetime achievement award because only did six short, you know, six thirty-minute episodes this season, but really great groundbreaking show. And you also got me to go back and watch the first twenty or so episodes, which are really fantastic. I don't know if the HBO show is any better than the web show, but the web show is so good that's not really an insult. Yeah, agreed. Number two a show that I know is not on your list. And that's the Chris Gethard show. It's a talk show, but there's really like a major theme every week. I think he did 10 episodes on the Fuse Network this year, but I, they're all on YouTube. I watch them all on YouTube. And some of them, the one where they, they, put a, they put something in a box, and they have uh, the great duo of, of Paul Shear and Jason Manzukis on with him. And like the whole crowd and, and listeners call in, and like they keep guessing what's in the box until eventually they you know someone guesses close enough and they figure it out is it really one of the best television episodes of the whole year you know they did they did like a wrestling match that was crazy how many times does somebody do the Brad Pitt what's in the box line
1: What's in the box? What's in the fucking
2: box? I don't think a lot. They literally, you know, for years he like they have a door in the studio that they called the Diddy door. That like the only key, exi- you know, he mailed the key to P Diddy like years ago, and P Diddy just walks through the door after like years of them talking about it in the middle of an episode, and then they just do like a P Diddy episode and is like this tiny sort of like studio. Uh, that was a pretty crazy episode. So they really did every every single episode like is is really worthwhile. I can't recommend highly enough checking them out, and you'll you'll really like. It. And Chris Gethard's very likable, uh, so that's my number two.
0: And, and, and where can one watch this?
2: Uh Chris Gethard's Show YouTube. I think every full episode is up there.
0: Okay, all
2: right. Um, and yeah, start with what's in the box, and and you'll watch that whole thing. And it's really you, there's no way you you'll turn it off before the end. Um, and number one, uh, for sure this year was Horace and Pete, a show that I didn't watch right away, and then. Uh, I sat down to like try the first episode, and I binged all ten right away. So great, so awesome that Louis just dropped them, you know, out of nowhere. Nobody even knew it existed,
0: and uh, I, I am completely shocked. I had already entered your number one show in when I heard the first nine because I thought it was so for granted what it was. So this is a huge upset. You don't have the People versus O.J. Simpson on your list?
2: No, because I didn't see every episode, so I didn't include it.
0: Oh, I well, missed a few
2: episodes, and I, I'm a purist. If I if I missed any episodes, I don't put it on my list at all.
0: But I'm saying, but you weren't motivated to go see them. No, because I
2: knew what happened, so it wasn't a big deal to me if I missed an episode or two. So I, I missed a couple of the middle episodes. I wow. really liked the show, but I also, like, some of the middle episodes got, like, a little bit of the same to me.
0: Wow, big upset here, I
2: think. Yeah, okay. that's fair that you guessed that. I did like the show, but um, did not make my list. Uh, yeah, I took list.
0: that for granted as one of our matches, so that's I funny. was wrong.
2: Yeah. Um, all right, so let's hear, let's hear your list now, and let's hear some of the listeners' list after that.
0: Okay, so I will start with well some of the shows that i didn't rank but were ranked by our listeners i guess we can discuss at that point so i'll start with the show uh that my number 11 show just missed the cut last week tonight with john oliver obviously it's very good very entertaining i think that samantha b's show is probably doesn't get enough credit because i think it's pretty similar and i'm part of the problem because i watch john oliver every week uh, automatically and i don't really watch samantha b that much although i've seen some more stuff on youtube
2: i'm Samantha Bee's a little further to the left than john oliver
0: right I don't Look, again, I've only seen clips of Samantha Bee's show. Oh, you know, you've you never watched it. Okay. So, yeah. I haven't watched a full episode. So last week, tonight, I, I'll just say this about it. It got a little bit too much credit, I think. The fact that it's on once a week versus like the Daily Show. Credit? What do you thing. mean? Yeah, it
2: really swung the election.
0: No, everybody was melting over it. Everybody was going nuts about it all summer long. Oh, it's the best show ever. Da, da, da. Yeah. Uh, yeah, obviously, okay, it didn't have an effect on the election, but you can say that about everything. Um, except for the Tony, uh, what's her name, show? The Tammy, tell me, what's her name? Tommy Laren. Yeah, yeah. I guess that had a effect on the election. Um, but, but nobody. So us- yeah, uh, but by the way, that's the
2: only time I've seen The Daily Show in the last two years.
0: Is. Oh, when she went on it? Yeah, I watched when that whole did thing. thing. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I had it too, and it was sort of eh. No, uh, I, I, maybe- like, I, I
2: didn't get anything. I mean, maybe I got stuff out of it, but it was a mess, but yeah.
0: Yeah. 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 All no, right, me. okay. So, anyways, so number 10 on my list is a show that uh, nobody else, none of our listeners had on their lists, and that's true about uh, a few of the shows on my by list. By the way,
2: what a baller yeah. move if somebody has that as their number one show of the year, The Tommy Lawrence Show.
0: Uh, <laughs> I thought you were about to predict my show, Baller, which is a good guess. But uh, number ten is Billions, uh, the uh, the Paul oh. Giamatti show. Uh, I feel like awesome- any
2: show on Netflix starts and any show on Showtime starts as a B plus.
0: Is that a compliment or an insult? That's a compliment, right?
2: No, it's an insult. I feel like it starts, so it can only it can only hit a B plus.
0: Uh, okay, well, B plus makes it the tenth best show of the year. I thought it was really good. Did you see it or
2: no? I'm just hating from afar.
0: Alright, Paul Giamatti, anything he does is good uh, Malin Ackerman is, uh, is almost always good She's, uh, she's the wife of Damien Lewis Who was the main guy for the first couple seasons of Homeland I have no idea what happened to FDX, I stopped watching that show But if he's still alive in Homeland, then that's absolutely absurd Billions, if you haven't seen it, it's a very entertaining show uh, A little bit pulpy Are you going to see it, Akiva? Just... No, no, no All right. Okay. Number 9 on my list is Archer Archer keeps bringing the heat year after year Are you an Archer guy? No, definitely not Yeah, why?
2: I don't know, I just, I'm not, I like, there's only so much time in the day, I'm a busy guy.
0: Yeah, Archer is a great show. Uh, I don't know anybody who, who has seen an episode of Archer and doesn't like it, I'll put it that way. And they totally, totally changed everything they did. They moved to another city, they took new jobs, and, you know, bringing the heat. Uh, Archer, always entertaining. Um, number eight on my list, a show that had one season on HBO and got canceled. And that's vinyl.
2: Yeah, a, nobody, a show that's missed by nobody except for you.
0: I know, that's why... I'll just say this, my my top 10 list for the year is not as... It's not as set in stone as, like, my top ten shows all time, for example. It's a little bit harder. These are just – you know. so I don't know exactly, you know, do I really like eight more than seven, seven more than eight, you know, a show that just missed the list. But I really liked Vinyl. First of all, I like period dramas. Everybody knows that. You know, I loved Boardwalk Empire, and this is a similar crowd. You have Martin Scorsese involved with the first episode. You have Terrence Winter, who obviously was uh, the guy who created Boardwalk Empire as well. Um, You have Bobby Cannavale, who was on Boardwalk Empire. I really liked Vinyl. It was – it only had one season, so that's that's good in the sense that if you want to watch one season of a show and get out, you know, you're more afraid of the serious commitment. But it's about uh it's New York City in the 70s, the music industry. I'm not sure why it was hated on. Like how is it so different than Mad Men? It's it's a decade later, a different industry, but it's sort of a similar concept, isn't it? I guess you didn't watch it, so you don't know.
2: I don't know. But it, it seems like people were really lukewarm on it.
0: Yeah, people did not like Vinyl, but I did. Uh number 7, Silicon Valley. I like Veep. I like all those shows, but Silicon Valley is the funniest one. Silicon Valley is the funniest show on HBO.
2: Well, no. Well, now that Curb Your Enthusiasm is active again, you can't say that.
0: Well, when's the first? When's the episode of Curb coming back?
2: I mean, in 2017.
0: Okay. Well, in 2016, Silicon Valley was the funniest show on HBO. Okay, it just made you fall. Uh, you know, Sunday night, obviously, you would have Game of Thrones, Silicon Valley, and Veep episodes new every Sunday night. Obviously, you start with Game of Thrones. But then to me, you go to Silicon Valley next and then Veep third. Uh, Veep was a distant third. I like Veep, but I think it's a bit overrated, whereas Silicon Valley, very, very underrated. Uh, number six, another uh, HBO show, Ballers. keep the fact that you don't watch Ballers, considering the fact that you are claimed to be a football fan and you claim to be a The Rock fan, I don't understand how you don't watch Ballers.
2: I mean, I've never seen a movie with The Rock in it, I don't think.
0: Wait, so what do you So you love Dwayne Johnson and you've never seen a single thing he's ever done?
2: My kids just went to see Moana. But I didn't go with them. Although he wasn't. It was it was subtitled. They didn't even see.
0: Yeah. The, Wait. I so, mean, he's so not really in like that, I guess. Him? Yeah. So what do you like about him?
2: I mean, I was I like his wrestling. That's like his main you, you
0: thing. Like, you, it has been his main thing in 15 years. What
2: do you mean? He comes to WrestleMania every year. Oh, he still does. He shows up. No, he doesn't wrestle. He had a fit, bogus match this year. Man, was that bogus. But um, uh, I mean, I like it. Got a lot of charisma. I like when he's like taught, anything that he's in, any video online, he's great. But um, you don't watch
0: any show or movie that he's in. Like, correct. I, I, no I,
2: shows or movies my, that he's in.
0: It, it boggles my mind that you claim to be a football fan and a Dwayne Johnson fan. You don't watch ballers. I
2: don't claim. I've tank. never once claimed to be. Uh, here's the thing. I thought it was like a poor man's you version. You wanted of, to run for president. Oh, yeah. He would for sure be a great president. I, want him to, I, I I just thought it was like a poor man's version of like Playmakers, the old ESPN show.
0: No, it's way better because of the fact that it's on HBO, and so it's not kissing up to the NFL. So it talks about the real things about drug use and you know, uh, you know, domestic abuse, and it's much, much, much better. I, I um, don't want to. I, I just want to watch football.
2: I don't want to like know about drug use and that sort of thing. I want to you know separate business from pleasure.
0: All right. Well, this is pleasure. Ballers is a great show. It's also very funny. The Rock is just he's such a winner. Uh, I'm all on Team The Rock. Oh, um, I, I trust five, me. So am I. But, you know, I, that doesn't mean I have yeah. to. <laughs> you're on Team The Rock, never having seen a single thing he's done. All right. Uh, sure. Number five is The Crown. The Crown, which I just uh, you know, what The Crown is right. The Netflix show.
2: Yeah, I've heard of it. I, I don't <laughs> yeah. i do not know. It's what about Queen. If it's something about like Queen Elizabeth the 12th or something, I'm already out.
0: Yeah, so it's Queen It's Queen Elizabeth. What they're going to do, I think I, I heard they're going to have six seasons. Each season is going to talk about a decade of her reign. So the first season is the 50s, obviously, her first decade. I mean, uh, that's like Queen. the
2: worst elevator pitch I've ever heard. I'm already out forever on that. I mean,
0: it's dominating the Emmys. It's, it's going to get, uh, you know. The um, Emmys? John, who cares? Yeah. I'm just saying. John, the
2: Wire never won a frigging thing, you know. And...
0: Yeah, that was a disgrace. Uh, two wrongs don't make her right. John Lithgow is going to win for Best Supporting Actor. Uh, the, the main woman in the show whose name I'm forgetting is, is – Going to be a strong contender for uh, for best actress in a drama. Uh, it's again, it's period drama, which I really, really like. It's something that I don't know a lot about because honestly, I, I don't know a much. Like a lot of the reviews of the show have been raving about that aspect, like the fog that hit Britain in like 1952. Sounds like a, like a joke or a boring, completely thing, but apparently it was like a huge like national scandal. So that's really good. My one pet peeve with the show is again, John Lithgow is great as Winston Churchill, but the problem is like Winston Churchill was like five foot six and fat, and John Lithgow is like six foot four.
2: Yeah, big problem for so, me, so, too.
0: That's yeah, really so why I'm wa- not
2: watching it, other than, like, the yeah. boring British stuff.
0: So go walks around with, like, a massive hunchback the whole time to try and obscure the fact that he's super tall. But um, anyways, really good show. I got to watch with my wife, which is enjoyable. Um, So what's cool about the show, what they're going to do, which is a baller move, is they're completely dumping the entire cast after season two. Because, like, I saw these interviews. So Claire Foy, was they were asking, like, oh, are you excited to be on such a, like, a great show, and you're going to be on for six years? And she's saying, no, they're dumping me after two seasons, because... Uh, when they get to the 70s and 80s and 90s, they're, instead of uh, putting makeup on her, they're just going to get a new, new actress. So anyway, The Crown is a really good show. Number four on my list, Broad City, I already said, on your list. Number three on my list, BoJack Horseman. You're not a BoJack watcher either, are you? I mean, I've seen a couple episodes and it's funny, but I don't know if I'd sit down and watch like all 30. But I do like it. Yeah, this was the best season of just an incredible show. Obviously, the episode that everybody raves about the most is the Underwater episode, which is one of the most interesting half hours of TV that you'll ever see. This show has more jokes per minute than any. The only show that gets close, I guess, is um, um, is uh, Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt in terms of the number of jokes per minute. Uh, and back in its heyday, Thirty Rock.
2: By the way, I, I started I started watching Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt and I really didn't care for it.
0: it. Well, it's it's almost too much. It's 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 too jokey, almost. You could say. Yeah. Yeah, but Bojack Horseman is—it's dark, but it's also funny. It just has so many throwaway lines, so many like background like animation gives you so many more opportunities for 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 great gags, obviously, than TV shows. Totally. Then uh, you know, than, than I like to animate action. this
2: podcast see if we had become funnier.
0: So Bojack Horseman was uh, number one or number two on uh, quite a few people's lists, actually, and I have number three. So respect there. The People vs. O.J. Simpson number two. The People vs. O.J. Simpson is a, is a grower, not a shower, because when that show first showed up, everybody's like, oh, it's going to be so pulpy and so silly, David Schwimmer, and you know, they're going to make jokes about the Kardashians, and, and they did all that stuff. But then it got really serious, and I think took a really sober turn. It was still entertaining in sort of the pulpy way, but it also, I think it made people think about the O.J. trial again in a different way. Marsha Clark, for sure, people look at it a different way. Sarah Paulson was amazing uh, in that show, and uh, Sterling Brown was also pretty good. Cuba Garden Jr. was eh. You did not like it enough to watch every episode.
2: I mean, I did. I, I just, for whatever reason, I missed a couple episodes, and I knew what happened, so I didn't feel the need to go back, and I'm a purist, so I couldn't put it on my list. I, you're too hung up on this.
0: All right. Um, I thought for sure that was going to be uh, your number one show of the year, so I'm very surprised. Yeah, no, it was um, great,
2: but I also, like, I mean, have the O.J. movie's going to be very high up on my movies of the year, you know? It doesn't have to be O.J. everything.
0: The, the O.J. movie was not as good as the show.
2: I'm excited. That's crazy. I'm excited, for, um, OJ. I'm excited for O.J. to come out of jail this year. That's really what I'm rooting for. Because all bets are off. He's so he's like even more famous now than he was. Like no one cared when we went back to jail. He has sort of like faded. Now it's going to be all OJ. OJ's going to get on Twitter. He's going to get, I don't know if they're going to verify him, but he's going to get on Twitter the first day. He's going to have a million followers. It's going to be insane. The OJ episode of Pardon My Take is going to be absolutely crazy.
0: You really, th- is this all happening or are you joking? Oh, no, it's
2: happening. Late 2017, OJ getting out of jail, going to be a delight.
0: It's going to be all OJ all right. everything. Well, you always say that uh, anybody who uh, beats and kills women is a delight. So at least you're consistent with your day. Oh my (laughs)
2: god! Oh boy!
0: Only you're allowed to say this about me. All right. um, I don't call
2: you. I would never say that you. I would never make a. a, a, I. You know. You went too far. See, the 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 reason why people say like Chester should tell less jokes and Akiva's funny is because I. I
0: That's you. I.
2: I have like a much better idea of where the line is, like the humor line. You have no idea.
0: All right. Um, okay. Uh, Game of Thrones, obviously my number one show. Don't even need to discuss that, right?
2: No, you love Game of Thrones. You're an apologist for that show. Oh, here's my hot Game of Thrones take. No episodes in 2017, or like very late. They, they yeah, t- they're selling of- you the summer stuff. I am not buying it. They're still air, they're oh, still it, filming it.
0: It is coming out in the summer, but they're gonna use they're gonna define summer as like September. Or something. Yeah,
2: exactly. Yeah, September, yeah. October. I mean, they're still yeah. they're still filming it, and usually it takes a lot longer.
0: Yeah, Game of Thrones. If I could have a, uh, if I could put a show on more than one spot on my list, it would have been spots one through ten.
2: Right, so. but but the, actually, I'll, just to qualify, they're only doing seven episodes, so it's a little bit less than than their normal ten. So,
0: which is way worse, by the way. I don't. Breaking Bad started this thing. I don't like this idea. Of splitting up the last season, it's too many seasons.
2: I think it's like a, it's like a, it's like a union trick to get the actors less money or something.
0: Why? Why are they doing more? Why are they ending the show ever? Keep the show going forever, honestly.
2: Yo, well looking walking walking dead is like the biggest equivalent because those are sort of like the two biggest you know shows yeah, on tv
0: degree of difficulty i understand to keep it at the caliber. But like
2: walking dead is literally garbage now you need to have an end date yeah, i mean I lost an end date and lost the first show to ever really like call it shot when it's ending and obviously it, it did not stick the landing according to most people yeah. that you need to have an ending but i you know the problem is that the books never going to be written the, this fat guy who's probably in bad health coming from another fat guy who's probably in bad health, me. Like, I just can't see him getting to that seventh book. I mean, God bless him if he does, but it's like, it, it takes him six, seven years, and the book is probably, we're, are we going to see this book in 2017 that we already know is 90% of what happens well, in because we've seen the TV show?
0: Well, so here's my question. Let's say, God forbid, he were to die without publishing a book. Would he leave some kind of, like, will? No, nah, I feel like,
2: I don't think, I don't think, like, uh, you know, anyone else is writing this book.
0: Yeah. All right. Okay, so let's uh, let's talk about the listeners list now. Uh, so I accumulated everybody's list, including mine and yours and the listeners. Uh, number one, uh, even without my involvement, uh, number one by far is Game of Thrones, of course. Uh, number two, Westworld, a show neither one of us saw. Number one show of the year, according to a bunch of people, Nick Nickish, uh, Brendan Fitzpatrick, others. So why did you not watch Westworld?
2: I, all, I mean, I, needed to, I heard too many mixed things. If everyone says the show's great then i uh, yeah, i'm happy to watch it but I, I a lot of people said it's incredible it's the most important best show of the year and a lot of people said it's maddening and also number season 2 for that show is not coming on for a year so i've got a lot of time to catch up and then like maybe i'll go and watch season 1 right before season 2 and then know what's going on but i also All did it right. was, was going to do that with Mr. Robot and then people were down in season 2 Mr. Robot so i've still never seen it
0: yeah so it's interesting to me because Westworld came out and everybody was raving about it. And I wasn't watching, so I'm not into sci fi, which I know is dumb because I'm not into fantasy and I love Game of Thrones. And so you shouldn't worry about the genre. A good show's a good show. I understand all that. But the point is, that's why I wasn't watching it at first. And then Twitter sort of went nuts like towards the end of the season and was complaining about it. And all of a sudden I felt vindicated in not watching it. But then all of a sudden, season end lists come and it's on every single person's list, like right at the top. So I'm a bit confused. Like, was it not good? Why At the end, like, did it get worse? Like, why are people still raving about it? So I don't know. At some point, I'll probably have to watch it. But like you, I'm, I'm not getting in just yet. I'll, I'll give it another season or two, see what people say. Uh, number three on the cumulative list is The People for Soldier Simpson, already discussed. Uh, everybody likes it except for Akiva. Uh, or everybody put it on their list, I should say. Uh, number four, Black Mirror. Another show, lo- th- uh, multiple people had it in the top two. Jake Larson, I think, had it number one. Why don't you watch Black Mirror, Akiva?
2: Oh, I don't know I mean, people say it's like scary. I don't know. It just never crossed my radar. I don't know much about it.
0: He was scared of a Black Mirror. Uh, number five is Stranger Things. Similar concept. You saw Stranger Things? Know. No, I don't know anything about Stranger Things or Black Mirror.
2: You don't know anything
0: about Stranger Things? I know like, it's a TV show. There's like a character a named like
2: 11 show. or 12 in it. I know that. No. It's a beautiful name for a boy or a
0: girl. Especially <laughs> girl or a boy.
2: It's, is there, it's, I don't even know if it's Prestige TV. It might be a level. You were going to say Prestige. I don't know if it's...
0: Well, anyways, that's another show I don't watch. Um, I also have
2: had to- it with Prestige TV. Everything should be Prestige TV.
0: Uh, so are we assigning each other a show or no?
2: No, because we're not going to watch it, and it's useless. Like, what's, what's Prestige TV? I'd say everything but Two Broke Girls is Prestige TV in my book.
0: I'm looking to get into a new show, and if, if listeners could give me a persuasive... Subject, I just gave I you Chris
2: Gethard. It. You're going to like it. You don't have to, It'll take you... A couple hours, you don't have to watch all ten. If, well,
0: listen, well, I have another four hundred and seventy three Conan clips to watch. Then I have fifty one. Why episodes are there eight hundred?
2: Is it like one guy's YouTube account? Why do you have eight hundred Conan clips?
0: So, well, uh, we, well we, what happens is you know you watch something in the well. Okay, so there are like you know set li- lists on Conan, including yeah. a list called Remotes created by Conan himself, like by the Conan show. But then sometimes, but then why are you not full done.
2: episodes. Well, like what does Remotes mean? Like when they, when they would go to Chicago for a week every no, year?
0: They're clips. No, Remotes are clips of you know. Of when they go to the streets of Chicago or whatever the case. Okay, may be. all right. No, the only full episodes I watched were the 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 aforementioned ones I mentioned, the country ones. I watched the full episodes, and there's a Finland full episode I haven't seen yet that I will watch. But um, yeah, that one right.
2: I saw. He, that was a big thing for a while. I was I was I was on board then.
0: All right, okay. So um, so number five on the King of the Stranger Things. Number six on the list: Better Call Saul. This is a uh, uh, Millennial Max's number one show of the year. I like Better Call Saul, but. It's not near – it's so much worse than uh, Breaking Bad. It's like multiple different shows at once, and it it can't really figure out which show it wants to be yet. I also honestly I kind of forgot because it was on so early in the season. Like I didn't forget – I remembered and intentionally didn't rank it, but I kind of forgot like what's going on. But like the whole like Michael McKean storyline with the brother, I find completely unwatchable. He's just – Michael McKean is so unlikable, and I understand like that's his shtick, but it annoys me. Yeah. Um, Do you watch Miracle Soul?
2: Is it your shtick also or is that just like something that came bad accidentally?
0: Yeah. Do you watch Better Call Saul?
2: Um, no. I mean, yeah, I saw the season one. I, I haven't seen season two yet. All right.
0: Uh, BoJack Horseman, number seven. Our mutual friend and Big Mets fan, Ben, who has a uh, famous, uh, very famous son. His son has been on the Jimmy Kimmel Show. You
2: came in on the truth.
0: He has uh, BoJack Horseman as the number two show of the year, behind Only People vs. O.J. Simpson. Wait,
2: he didn't even send them this list. You just got emailed it. That doesn't even count.
0: What do you know? He sent me his list.
2: Oh, you asked him for a list and he sent it to you?
0: somebody forwarded me one of our other listeners sent me his list but his list was from like the summer because he does it based on like television seasons
2: oh okay that's and that's so a I, chester I, like insane move
0: so what, what so i responded to him and i said well can you send it can you update it for 2000 and th- that had bojack horseman number one by the way it didn't have oj on the list yet so i responded to can you update this for 2016 and he hemmed hot, he didn't want to he said really this has to be done by tv season not by calendar year but, and but
2: like, nobody just- goes by the way no one does that anymore like he's the last holdout it's it's a a wrong take he's actually we're helping him out you are
0: correct yeah top 10 lists come out at the end of the year that's correct
2: he's He's living in a 1997 world where like you know the the shows are debuting in September and they're doing 22 episodes with 12 reruns like we're not in that world anymore
0: shows come and go whenever they want exactly yeah so that's uh, so Bojack Horseman number 7 tied with Bojack Horseman number 7 is Horse and Pete your favorite show of the year Max um, Little Max also really liked that one okay yeah, you've talked about horse speed. Uh, number nine on our list is Atlanta. Uh, we got to talk about Atlanta for a second. So do you watch Atlanta?
2: I watched the first episode, and it's like on my to-do list. I'm a busy guy.
0: All right. I watched the whole season. I liked it. I think it's insanely overrated. And, and I know that by saying that, I, I'm going to expose myself as being not woke or being like a closet Trump supporter. Like, it's annoying to me that you can't say you don't like the show without sounding like you just don't get it. I think I do get it. And I just think it's a little bit overrated. Like, you know, it's it's very slow. Not much happened. And like people say, oh, it's just like Louis, but even better. Well, first of all, Louis, Louis has had top ten seasons here and there. But Louis overall, you know, some parts aren't as great as other parts. And Atlanta just, it has potential. A couple of the episodes are really good. A couple of the episodes were like really, really slow and unwatchable. I appreciate the fact that it's opening me up to a new world I'm not so familiar with. And that's good. But, um, you know, it's, it's not an elite show yet, so I think it's overrated. Number 10 is The Night Of, which a lot of people had on their list, but everybody had really low. Nobody thinks it's like a, an elite show, really. Number 11 is Mr. Robot, which neither you nor I have seen. Tied with Veep, uh, Millennial Max, the second favorite show of the year. And then we got a bunch of other random shows on our lists. I'm just trying to see any, any, any other notable picks here. Johnny Silvera had the most interesting list in that not a, he's the only person who sent us a list who none of his shows are in the top 10 cumulatively. And not only that, but not a single show on Johnny Silvera's list appears on anybody else's list That's other than Survivor wow so he's got no, he's got nine shows that nobody else has and then the only overlap is survivor
2: what are they can you read them i don't have i don't have yeah. our stuff in front of it
0: and number one through ten this is us timeless survivor the blacklist superstore hawaii 50 life and pieces designated survivor and the odd couple he's he not a snob like
2: actually. us he, he likes like uh you know blue collar tv people really like this is us i saw a few episodes and uh it's a good show uh schmaltzy sort of right it's a little schmaltzy but it's good
0: no schmaltz is good especially around the holidays alright so so those are our lists thank you for for sending us a list in if you did if you want me to watch a show that I'm not watching uh, tell me why I should watch it maybe I'll listen to you do we have anything else to say Akiva
2: yeah don't listen to the football thing that comes on after this there's just nothing in there
0: it it will have already come on just to spite you
2: no no no, no. if you do that I'm Uh, telling you this is the finale of this 2016 we'll see the end of this podcast no joke
0: uh, we have had 98 episodes are you saying that we won't get to 100
2: oh really oh we gotta do something big for our 100th episode
0: all right, so next week, number 99, we will uh, preview week one of the playoffs. Yeah, number
2: 99, if you edit this the way I asked you to.
0: <laughs> so episode 100 would be the divisional round of the playoffs. Yes. Sorry, maybe, maybe we'll do something special for that. But well, we, might well, not we, could
2: one. One. we could skip one. We could do like two that week or something. Also, we are going to do mini episodes, but we'll call it like 90, 99A, 99B next week.
0: No, uh, an episode's an episode. All right, Akiva, uh, that's enough. And
2: uh, No, an episode's not an episode. If we do a mini-sode, that's like 99A, 99B, because otherwise a 100th episode's going to be talking about, hopefully, the Jets firing Todd Bowles on Monday.
0: <laughs>
2: I can't... This, you know how people complain about... You know how people complain about how Thanksgiving... I mean, how, like, the Christmas <laughs> stuff comes out? <laughs> uh, you know how people... Uh, they complain, like, oh, Christmas music in October, and, you know, Thanksgiving stuff in September, and, and the Christmas creep and everything is... Uh, is moving up earlier. Well, the firing coaches season is getting out of control. We got we have three coaches fired already. Any coach that's gotten fired after week seventeen is gonna get fired Sunday night. Jay Glazer, Adam Schefter, they're gonna break that stuff. We're gonna be left with crumbs on Monday. Maybe one like super late random firing that we didn't see. Uh, who would that be?
0: I don't know. I mean I-,
2: I mean let's have at least a minute of coherent talk of football here I'm before sur- the 20 minutes I'm, of incoherent Football I'm Talk. I'm
0: surprised that you think Marvin Lewis is such a done deal. All right, deal. so
2: let's go through. Todd Bowles, fired, yay or nay?
0: After just two seasons? Yeah. Mm, I'm going to say nay.
2: Uh, Marvin Lewis, fired, yay or nay?
0: I'm going to say nay. It's it's the holiday season. I don't want to see people lose their jobs.
2: These are millionaires. Who cares? Okay, John Harbaugh is not getting fired, right? No, no there's no chance. Uh, Mike Malarkey?
0: I guess not. He should be, but
2: yeah he did it yeah he did a decent enough job i mean if you kept him for one year he he did he actually did a pretty decent job with the titans uh i think you do give him a second year um chuck pagano
0: oh uh no because they're insane
2: i know but they could do anything like they almost have reason to fire him and they're a bunch of insane people yeah how about mike mccoy
0: uh i'm gonna say yes
2: I would fire McCoy. I would fire McCoy. I think maybe if... Listen, if you're competing for dollars next year with the Rams in LA, both those teams, you know, Bill and Sal were talking about the Rams going after Gruden, which I think is interesting. I mean, they're going to be bad. I don't... The thing is, if you're Gruden, why are you taking... First, and they're also dumb. They're talking about four years, 60. You could get Gruden for less than four for 60. I think you agree with that, too. Yeah. uh, He's making six or seven in ESPN. You don't need to pay him 15 to get him to... But the
0: work is so much more.
2: I know, I know. It's It's... Yeah, but... I just – if I'm Gruden, I don't know why – like, I know Goff sucks. I don't know what I do there. I, I'm not sure I can take that job. They don't have a first-round pick this year. There's no quarterback. Like, what are you doing, trading for, like, Tannehill or Tyrod Taylor or somebody? Garoppolo? Yeah. Like, can you give up on Goff? I don't think they're giving up on Goff.
0: No, they can't give up on Goff yet. Yeah, so – but he sucks. Like, they almost should give well, up on him. Well, well, again, we'll have to wait and see. He's um, very bad.
2: Okay, and then, and then the NFC firings – I mean, Peterson was in year one. You can't fire him. Is your coach getting fired? Is Zimmer getting no, fired? There's no chance. Okay. What about the Bears? John Fox gets year three? Yeah. I mean, he doesn't have a lot of talent, right? What, what's he supposed to do?
0: Yeah, and I think you can blame everything on Cutler there.
2: Okay. Uh, what and, Okay, so in the NFC South, uh, Dirk Cutter is fine.
0: Sean Payton's probably leaving, but it's not going to be a
2: Yeah, I mean, right so Payton could go to Payton could certainly go to one of the L.A. teams, in particular, the Rams. Uh, that wouldn't be crazy. Listen, I you know Sean, I'd love to have Sean Payton. He's better than you know twenty coaches in the league on his you know his worst day. He needs a good defensive coordinator, obviously. You know, ideally one that you know cuts the body
0: in the head. Um, I think. How great would Sean Payton and Rex Ryan be? And Rob Ryan stays unemployed. I mean, they already tried that. I mean, Rex is
2: not a is not like Rex should be a linebacker co- coach. Like Rex is oh, overextended.
0: He he can't even be a D coordinator anymore.
2: I don't. I was talking about this with Harold the other day. I, we're not sure that Rex gets offered a defensive coordinator job.
0: Yeah, and Bill Simmons keeps pimping all he'll be great on TV. I disagree. He'll be a loudmouth buffoon. He'll won't
2: yeah, say, hey, Harold says that too. Buffoon. I think it'll be entertaining. He won't be good, but I think he'll say insane things.
0: will be entertaining things. for like two weeks, and then it'll get boring.
2: He may, unless he's, he's so stuff. crazy. I don't know.
0: Well, but, but if he gets too crazy, then, it, like...
2: I mean, he, like, says insane things. Like, when he talks about, like, he was the linebackers coach on the Great Ravens team that won the 2001 Super Bowl, yeah. and he talks about that like he was Ray Lewis on that team. Like, he says, like, we, you know, like, he thinks, like, if you just heard him speak, you'd think he was at least the head coach, if not yeah. the best player on the team and the head coach. <laughs> like, he's a crazy person. question yeah. is, like, could Rob even get, like, could he even be, like, the D coordinator at UConn, Rob? I mean, uh, without, he, his brother, without, without his brother, without his brother, like could he get a coll- like a decent college job right now?
0: No, for sure not. What well, about like lo- could be like before. could he be like
2: the linebackers coach at like Ohio Bobcats?
0: <laughs> yeah, he could be the D coordinator at a place like that.
2: Oh, I don't think so. I, he's so bad. Like he has no track record to think that to make me think that. But how? Okay, so how about this? I think Harold mentioned this too. Rex, if you're like a if you're like a second tier D one school, if you're like a Connecticut or like a Central Florida or somebody. Would you would you roll the dice on Rex, thinking like that the pla the kids will love him and that maybe he recruits really good players? Do you think he could be a good college head coach, Rex Ryan? I think there's a chance he could be a really good college head coach.
0: Maybe the thing is, being a college head coach is much less to do with X's and O's and more yeah, being the same totally. It's totally. I and I, losing, losing with you know with boosters, yeah. recruiting.
2: He's good at that
0: stuff. Yeah. I mean, I would send I my kid he, to play for Rex. <laughs> I think I could... Uh, I think he could be a good college coach, yeah. Yeah, I, I think that that's I mean, what he, would, he should he do. Wouldn't be. He wouldn't be elite. He wouldn't be winning national championships.
2: Well, that's the thing. No one's There's about four coaches that have a chance to win the national championship every year. Yeah. And so then it's like, can you go 10 and 3? You know, can you be my Kirk Ferentz or Mark Richt or whatever? I don't
0: think he'd be that good, but I think he could get a, you know, a mediocre team to mediocre balls.
2: Yeah, yeah, for sure. Like, he's better than whoever UConn's had for the last 10 years. Yeah, Mike Leach... No, Michael Leach actually is like is Rex Ryan just on offense?
0: Yeah. Except, did you see what his offense did uh, against the the Gophers yesterday? The Gophers who wanted to not play in that game so badly <laughs> <laughs> that they came out in support of like all sexual. I would harassment. like to know. I would like to know how many people bet on Minnesota on the money line to win that. That's game. crazy, be, right? Nobody. Yeah. It's, it's an insane win. It's an insane win. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That, uh, one of the strangest. Playing one of the best passing offenses in the country, and their two starting cornerbacks are two of the guys who were suspended for the assault or the rape or whatever it is alleged. that happened. Yeah, alleged. Okay, so they're missing both of their starting cornerbacks, and uh, and yet they completely shut down one of the best passing offenses in the country. Really Very
2: mentioned. strange. I also think uh, you know we're doing for the pool of pools. By the way, we should have mentioned it at the beginning, but uh, you know if you want to join the pool of pools, that's really uh, heating up. Um, we are doing college football bowl picks, and I, you just see how insane it is. Like that's going to be the most. Like out there pool uh, well, what we you do it what, in I December. Think
0: we can, we cannot do spreads for those games. We have to do winners and losers.
2: Okay, we already I already picked spreads because everyone's going to pick the favorite and everyone's going to have the same forty picks. So minus like three uh, I games. Don't
0: th- I don't think that's true.
2: That's the reason why uh, we leave you to like come up with the with the like the math stuff and let me do the. Hold
0: on, every single person by the way has sided with me on the disagreements that we had about the pool of pools. By s- the way, I switched one, the hockey only- stuff,
2: but you were wrong about basketball.
0: Only like two people chipped in. Like no, but also on like the on the on how to do the the monthly awards. Oh, I only heard it from, like, two people, but they agreed with me. No, everyone else
2: agreed with me. I didn't, like, send them to you. And we're doing it my way, so who cares?
0: No, we're not. No, no, no. That one, I'm sticking my head in the sand. I'll quit the league over that. Quit the league. I don't need you. Quit the league. I don't care.
2: (laughs) We're doing it it my way. It's
0: 30, 29, 28, 27. That's stupid. Especially because some pools, as you said, everybody's being basically bunched together. You can't do it that way. Who cares if people are bunched together right. in two pools? What's, what's what's the harm in trying it my way? What's the harm? No, we're not switching it midway. You don't switch the rules of a pool, do you? Like,
2: do you redraft in your fantasy football league if you don't have a good team after no, one of month? Of
0: course not. But this but this is a brand new undertaking. Where mm. see, I also I'm not a dictator like you. I believe in collaboration and, and hearing what people say and improving it over. The I time.
2: ask for your opinion, and
0: I you're the hand, and you know I could have you
2: killed at any point if you don't behave yourself.
0: No, you're just a figurehead at the Kiss King.
2: <laughs> okay, fine, but no. you can, you're not even that, in the league I, anymore because I'm not doing it your way. No, we are you doing can't it that even way put, sure. You can't quit oh, the league because I'm kicking you out of the league. You're
0: 100% right. we are doing it that way, okay? The winner each month will get 100 points, and everybody else gets – it's graded on a curve based on how many points they get. All right? No. Yes. We're not, there's no reason to do that. Who cares? Okay. It'll be – okay, we'll have a vote. We'll have a vote, Okay. I will draft the email. You will okay the email. We'll send it to the people in the group once we confirm who's in the group, and we'll have a vote. How about that? No. This is not a democracy. So does, you admit that you, does, you does admit that everybody disagrees. Does, okay, vo- does Putin have votes? Does Putin give votes? But this is, this, well, they tec- this is what's hypocritical <laughs> about you because you, cl- you said that my way was better and was more equitable, but you said it would confuse people and people wouldn't like it for that reason. So I'm saying, all right, so then let's put it up to the people. And i say, saying, no, 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 we can't do that either. Because no, so I you know right what the of? people want more than they do. But, well, how about we let them? I How sort of, work? I sort of
2: get. That's I used so to be, I used to be in favor of democracy. Now that I've been thinking about it for the last few minutes, I'm actually pro dictatorship because you know uh, best uh, what what you need for your people.
0: Uh, well, no, I'm not saying some ridiculous electoral college. Just have a simple majority vote. Simple majority vote. Uh, right?
2: Fine, but I there's there's a hundred people and I get a hundred one votes. You're so annoying. <laughs>
0: I don't, what are, can you explain to me what your opposition is? Your opposition was you thought people wouldn't like it. So it's, we'll yeah, it it's too complicated. Poll. Mine is mine okay, is okay. more simple. Okay so, okay, so let's ask the people who are in the pool. This is a complicated pool for people who care about it. I don't think Fine, it's but, but, but you
2: can't see the email or the responses afterwards. And no, I, 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 you just have to rely on my word that I sent it no, to everybody. No, you going to lie. <laughs>
0: Man, i got to get open. some lessons from these dictators. Well, how yeah. would Hugo Chavez have handled this? You certainly were not shy, but you're dictating. Uh, you wake up in the morning. Uh, what, what's you know the line? The Ceausescu, Seinfeld? No. Anyways, all right. This is done. We've got like an hour and whatever. All right. Don't
2: listen to the stuff that comes after this. It's really bad. You should actually probably cut it, Chester. It already came. Right, if it already <laughs> came, then uh, goodbye to this podcast. Goodbye to 2016. <laughs> <laughs> Bye.
1: It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash.